I just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution. If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You're the recipients of God's grace and God's blessings, and you rejoice in that reality. Well, we are down to a number one for 2023, the most viewed by far of these interviews. Uh, and it is with Jonathan Kahn, no surprise. A gentleman that I had met before, but hadn't had the pleasure of sitting down and, and talking to on the air. Really nice guy. Now, here's what you need to know. Um, I grew up in this in this uh, pre-trib dispensational, you know, left behind, late great planet Earth, all that, all that. And later in life, I started looking at scripture and I came to the conclusion, and, and I know it's not the popular thing right now, I came to the conclusion, conclusion that that's the wrong interpretation of a lot of these scriptures uh, and definitely the wrong application. And we can have that conversation. In fact, if you're interested, I'd love to know, leave a comment. Uh, but this has made it difficult on some fronts. Uh, I've turned down some interviews with some wonderful people, uh, friends, uh, over the ministry and sort of, you know people that I know quite well on this topic and I know you're seeing this out there every time something happens you know the, the situation with, with Hamas trying to exterminate Israel you know Russia being aggressive all these things happen and all of a sudden here we go you know it's end time stuff over and over and over again I mean the end times are here again you know and this has been going on for generations Set that aside. I take a very uh, fulfilled uh, prophecy view of Scripture, and and again, if you want to go down that road, I'm I'm happy to do it. Uh, there are others that have done it better than me. In fact, I'm just finishing Gary Demar's uh, Last Days Madness, uh, and uh, reading another book by David Chilton um, right now. So anyway. I say all that to say, knowing I had Jonathan Kahn coming on, who deals with some prophetic things, I wasn't sure. I didn't have his latest book, which, by the way, I'll show you. This is the book we're talking about. It's called The Josiah Manifesto. came out this year. Uh, and I, I didn't have a copy of the book at the time, so I wasn't exactly sure all that, that he was laying out. And so I talked to him beforehand and said, look, I'm, I take a fulfilled view of prophecy. Um and, and so I, I'm, I'm not a dispensationalist. And he said, oh, no, 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 that's not what this is. That's not what this is. And I thought, okay, well, good, because I'm, I'm not looking for a debate. If I want to have a debate, I'll set it up as a debate. I'm not going to ambush any of my guests, right? So um, he said, no, no, no. The, the, we're, and he, he explained it a little bit, and I thought, I said, okay, well, hang on. I want you to explain that to the audience. And so the biggest interview of the year, this is the last interview. It won't be here on Monday. Uh, and so... Uh, we, we'll start with whole, you know, the whole thing over in 2024. Jordan and Jeremy sitting in quite a bit, so looking forward to that. But what is the Josiah Manifesto about? What is Jonathan Kahn seeing in prophecy, and how does that relate today? Uh, that's not the same old, you know, <laughs> end time stuff. Well, I'll let you tell him uh, or hear it from Jonathan himself. So. Here's Jonathan Kahn explaining the Josiah Manifesto. What if the Lord was revealing where we are, um, where we're going, where America is, where we are prophetically, where where we are, what the future holds, and how to 
get ready, how to be ready for really what's happening to the culture, what's happening to the church, how to prevail, how to survive. Um, and what if what we were go what we've been going through, there is a there is a mystery from the Bible, a template from the Bible that actually uh, speaks of these things down to the you know the, the events that are happening, down to the timing of the events. The Josiah Manifesto is opening that up, and it's really already, you know, I've written many, you know, this is the eighth book I've written, and this one is kind of taking people on a prophetic kind of mystery uh, a tour, if I could say it that way, um, where it's opening up all these things that all come together, and when they come together, they're opening up what the, a template, a blueprint, a guide of how really, how we are to live now, how we are to Pro, uh, prevail and how do we are to uh, uh, actually prosper and even protect our families? How do we live in these days? And so it, it is uh, the last hundred pages are the manifesto, which is really which I believe are the keys for every believer for this for this moment. Um, the first part of it is are the mysteries that lead to it. So just from a style standpoint, I'm curious because I have not seen the book. Uh, and in right. some of your other ones, you know, you, you take sort of a, a, a fictional scenario to walk people through some truths, uh, which yes. I, 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 I'm a, actually a big fan of that style. What, now, is this that type of, is there a storyline, a plot line, or are you simply presenting mm -hmm. things and applying them today? Yeah, you know, you know what, Randy, I think uh, out of the books, out of the eight books I've written, um, four of them are done through a storyline. And so fiction, as you said, it's using fiction, but it's really not fiction. It's using fiction to convey, like as a delivery system, to reveal that's starting with a harbinger. Um, mm -hmm. This one is is straight. Okay. You know, um, yeah. I think that I think the next one will be, but then I but then I think the one after that is going to be back to that. So it depends what I'm led to. You know, Renny, when I first wrote the harbinger, um, I wrote it straight out nonfiction. And then I, I was led, I believe, very strongly by the Lord saying, he's rewrite the whole thing mm -hmm. and now now put a story in it because you, you're going to reach more people, you know, because the harbinger is a very heavy thing. You know, you're going to reach more people like as the Lord used parables and those exactly. things. So, in, in, you know, he just he interrupted I, and I had to write the whole the whole thing again. But but the whole story came to me like in an hour. Mm -hmm. And then when I started writing it that way. It wrote itself. It was the easiest thing I ever did with a man called the prophet and a man called Noriel. It just wrote itself. So it all de it depends on the subject, you yeah. know. But I, but I it's exactly the case. I write both ways. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I love that style. I mean, it's like Jesus was trying to explain something deep to his disciples, and he's like, okay, look, there was a man. He had two <laughs> sons, <laughs> you know. And yeah. you just go, okay, and we start to get it. And, and there's layers and layers of meaning when when you yes. tell it that way. So I love I love it as a as a instructional device and also something we can remember but yeah so for this one uh why josiah well it's all going to lead to that i believe that the lord is actually leading to that that we are at a just we're at a josiah moment and that is um and all these kind of mysteries that are going to open up in it are going to all converge with this one man um and the you know the josiah moment is where a nation and you know josiah came when, when a nation that had known God had turned away from God and it was ready for, it was actually heading to judgment. It was very late. And God called Josiah to literally alter the course, at least mm. for a time. He, he one man mm. came revival. And so there's, there are many reasons as we get into the mysteries that are all pointing to this being this Josiah moment. And therefore that Josiah 
holds the holds these keys like how did he do it how did he live in an apostate culture and yet yet really not only not get affected by it but he literally transformed it so how do we now we're in that we're in a similar culture how do we do it you know you know so there are keys from that moment and in history that we are that are for us now i believe and there's keys specifically in josiah about really how to overcome and not just overcome but literally touch your world yeah you know and nothing new under the sun right i mean these these truths the i mean you go all the way back to the garden and what we see i mean it just repeats itself in, in human history over and over so i get that now you've got a bunch of these mysteries uh and, and we're not going to cover them all people are just going to have course. to get the book to enjoy them uh and and, and i'll open it up to you but i gotta ask you about one okay <laughs> uh and that is uh january 6th and donald trump oh okay you got it. <laughs> let, let me, let's get oh, let's okay. get right to the controversy right Okay, well, you know, you know what, you know what, Randy. Anything you do with me is pretty much going to be controversy, but, but certainly that is okay. All right, there's there's a there's a mystery in the Bible, and I talk about the templates. How God really is a God who, as you said, th you know, there's nothing new under the sun. Well, things repeat, and also God uses things to show us. And the thing is, there is a template. I, I wrote a book a while back called The Paradigm, which is that behind the even the leaders of our time, there are these templates or these prototypes from the Bible, they're actually following without, not, not consciously following, but it follows. And so, and and these things have not stopped since I wrote the book, they've been coming true. And that's why actually in the Josiah Manifesto, several of the things, uh, the mysteries starting from the Harbinger that have started, haven't stopped, are all kind of coming home or converging. So the thing with Donald Trump, the, the template is Jehu. And Jehu is a man who was wild, you know, you read him in the Bible. He was he was he was unpredictable. You never knew what he was going to say next. He fought with everybody. Talk, you know, think about Donald Trump. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I am convinced. You know that in the original Hebrew it says that Jehu had a Twitter account, but I can't prove it, so I'm not going there. <laughs> so the thing is that so Jehu he comes at a time when the nation's falling away from God. God raises up this man. He's unlikely, and no. And in fact, actually, we don't even know where Jehu was at with God. You mm. know, but he was used by God. And the same with Trump. And so, Jay, so Jehu starts this race to the throne. A cra the Bible says it was insane, an in, insane race. Um, he and so Donald Trump has his race. Je Jehu makes a um, makes a an alliance with the religious conservatives of his land in order to take the throne. So did Donald Trump. He mm -hmm. made an alliance with the religious conservatives of the land. Yeah, Actually, Jehu asked one of them, you know, one of these religious conservatives to become his partner in the race. And so it's exactly what happened with Donald Trump. He asked Pence, and it's exactly. And then, if that's not enough, he ends up, Jehu is ending up, before he can take the throne, he has to beat an opponent. And the opponent is the nation's former first lady. So now think about Donald Trump. Seriously. Think about the election. You had Hill, and so it was the nation's former first lady. <laughs> and the thing is, you'll, you'll see this, but not, but not only that, let me just say about that. Jezebel, okay, and I'm and I'm not making a comment about Hillary Clinton, but <laughs> Jezebel, but Hillary Clinton was on the national stage for 22 years with her husband from uh, from one time he was governor to the time the end of his presidency. Then on her own, she was in public office for 12 years, and then she ran for president for two years. So it's 14 years. So 22 years on her own, 14 years. I mean, 22 years, you know, 14 years on her own. Jezebel was on the national stage with her husband for 22 years with her husband on her own. 14 years seriously the exact same exact same and so when all, all the polls were saying that that you know hillary clinton was going to win the paradigm in the bible said that no 
No, the, the one who follows in the footsteps of Jehu is going to win. So Jehu, Trump wins, and Jehu has, a, has a, an agenda to go to the capital city. You know what it was, Randy? It was to drain the swamp, basically. That's what it was. So you have Donald Trump. Now, there's much more, but let me, let me go to January 6th. Uh, at one point in the template, Jehu calls for people to come in assembly to come to the capital city. So Donald Trump does that as well. Jehu's people in that template surround a great Capitol building. Donald Trump's people, or some of them, surround this great Capitol building, the Capitol building. Mm -hmm. In the template in the Bible, there are proceedings going on in that Capitol building at the time, and so in January 6th. But then the people of Jehu, in the, in the template, they, lay, they storm the Capitol building. So they enter the Capitol building while there are proceedings going on. So January 6th, they go inside the same exact way. And there's so much to this, but I'll tell you one thing, and this is not getting political and it's not passing judgment on it, but one one thing, and that is that, that on the week of January 6th, the Capitol Police announced how many people they arrested on site and they made headlines. And they said, we have arrested 80 people, 80 people, headlines. You go to the Bible in Jehu, it says in the Hebrew, the number of people who went into the temple was 80 people, Seriously. the exact same number. And this is very significant because Jehu, think about this, Randy, Jehu was the one who pulled down the temple of Baal. The temple of Baal was linked to child sacrifice or abortion. You mm. know, in our, in, our, in our terms, it's abortion, mm. but they lifted up their children. Jehu came against it. And so what it says is no matter what you think of Donald Trump, He's a Jehu. He's going to end up being instrumental in pulling down America's Temple of Baal, which is Roe versus Wade, where 60 million children have been killed. He was instrumental, but that's exactly what the paradigm said. So, and the things I just told you were the the, the template was in the book, the paradigm, but it came true years after. It came true now, and that's why it's in the Josiah Manifesto. That that kind of stuff is just wild. So now yeah. I'm going to have to go read First and Second Kings again. Yes, looking, you got it. Looking a little bit differently. Yeah. So here's here's a question. My uh, former pastor uh, liked to say, kind of pounded it in my head in a good way, that there, when you come to Scripture, there's um, one correct interpretation, but there are many applications. Uh, and what, I don't know if you agree with that or not, but so when we look at the story of Jehu in in the Bible, I mean, there's there's really only one correct way to read it and it's fairly literal you know but now the application that you're drawing from that um is is rooted in the truth and and i, yeah. I see your application I'm, uh, there's oh, no yeah. disagreement there how do we know what is the correct application as we go forward well a few things i mean i i would put it in a way that there's one um, you know, there's one, there's the literal and the absolute and the first meaning, which is that. Right, Jehu right. is what happened. I right. mean, it's simply the cat. But then also in the Bible, there are things that not only they have that one, that one, that meaning, but that some have a prophetic meaning as well. Some are foreshadows, you know, right, you right. know, like in Isaiah, a child will be born. Well, there's more to it than one thing. So, but, but they're both, but, but so the thing is that what, what I would say is that in this one, and I just gave a taste of it, and it's a great question. I gave a taste that if I if I went through the whole thing, it's that almost virtually every leader in the last half century, quarter century, has <laughs> follows this exact template, and in, and to the exact when I gave the thing about how long they're on the on the throne or on, and that's that's the same thing with each one of them. So 
I think it's to watch, you know, watch where it goes. But keep, I would say just keeping in mind this this template has gone continuously um, and it, it may very well continue. And I don't I'm not dogmatic to say God has to continue it or continue. But yeah. it does say kind of it kind of shows you where it kind of gives clarity about where things are and where the issues are. Um, and so I, I would just I would take it to heart to say it could be like, could this this paradigm give us some give us a possible um, leading as to the next election? Perhaps it could. There are things in there, but I'm not being dramatic about it. But the fact is, it's very interesting. And I would take I think for the future, I would take it. I would take it. I would hold. I would keep that in mind is what I would yeah, say yeah, yeah. and then see what happens. So <laughs> following the uh, pattern of Jehu. Uh, do we have any idea what's going to happen in a year, in uh, um, two, a month, two months? We're almost, yeah. Could, could you be speaking about a, a possible election well, yeah, there, yeah. maybe? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's interesting. Um, you know, and again, I am I am never dogmatic because I don't use it to do that for, for that reason. Um, but it is interesting, you know, J, I, I will just, this is a, this is, this is a, I'll just throw this out. I don't normally throw this out, but since we're since nobody's listening, I mean, I don't mean that. Thanks. Since we're since we're <laughs> since it's just you and me talking, of course, it's not you and me talking. It's all the people listening. Just, um, yeah. I'll tell you that confidentially. Um, the interesting, just an interesting thing. It doesn't have to be, but Jay, who was on the national stage for 28 years, now now Trump's been on the national stage because he's not a politician. He's been in all different ways. Right, right. But it, just one interesting thing and it, to note is that if he, you know, 28 was the last year of, of Jehu's reign, his 28th year. If Trump does get reelected, if he does, his last year will be the year 2028. So it would match with Jehu. So, but I'm not being dogmatic, but right. here's a little scoop here. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did, why is, this, okay, so the, the whole numbers thing, this is not in my cheat sheet of questions. I'm just curious, because I know you understand it way better than I do. You get into numerology, Things get weird, but yet you can't deny in Scripture that there are these. There's many significant meanings and numbers, and of course, the Hebrew language. Every word has a value, and and yeah. it's very interesting to me. But yet, it's also I'm a little nervous about yeah. it. What is what's yeah. going on with the whole numbers thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say a few things. I'm also wary about it. I mean, I mean, I mean, when you when we talk about numerology, of course, or if you talk about gematria, which is the Hebrew word for that every every letter has yeah and by the way in english you could also say every letter has you know a is one and b you know except in hebrew it's even more so but yeah. but what i'm saying is that but you have to be careful because what does that mean does that mean that that you know because one thing you know god says god so loved the world he gave his only son that's what we want to look at now if i look at the letters i don't know what it's going to come out to so <laughs> i'm careful about gematria but what but the the kind of the numbers that i deal with like in in the Josiah manifesto are where things happen on the exact dates. I mean, yeah. which God does in the Bible. Things happen exactly, or things happen. I'll give you an example, okay? And I want to talk about. I'm going to talk about if that's okay. The what happened with the with the COVID, the last few years of COVID, and and what the Bible says about a plague, and also says about something that a nation does. The Bible says if a nation, you know, if if a nation kills its children. Mm. If it sheds the blood of its children, mm -hmm. it's going to come back. I don't care. You can't kill 60 million children and not come back. Yeah. And one of the way, and Jeremiah actually says that. He, he says that that one of the ways it's going to come back. He says he actually gives. He gives. He says in Hebrew, "Dever gadol," which means a great plague. 
That's one of the, we know pestilence is one of the things that can be a judgment. Now I'm not talking about everybody, every individual, but I'm talking about a civilization. Well, the interesting, the other interesting thing is that the Lord talk, talks, he uses the Jubilee. The Jubilee is the 50th year. That's when things get reversed. It's not always, it's not always a blessing. Sometimes it could be a judgment. Everything gets reversed. When did America begin shedding the blood of its children? It wasn't Roe versus Wade. It was in 1970 when abortion on demand be, entered. So what's the jubilee of that? You know, Randy, the jubilee is 2020. Mm -hmm. Anything happen? 2020, another death comes on America. Okay. And when you look at the exact date that abortion began its entrance, it, it, it was on the continent, it was actually January 20th, 1970, when the bill came up in New York that was the first one that's going to start abortion. January 20th. Go 50 years later to January 20th, 2020. Anything happen? That's the official day that this plague of COVID enters the land. Mm -hmm. 50 years to the exact date. You want, I'll, I'll give you another, and by the way, that's just one. It keeps going. It keeps, everything is 50 years to the day. I'll give you another, another thing. And, and again, I want to say very clear, it's not about individuals. It's about, a, but here's the thing. Jeremiah said, what you did to the children is going to be matched, matched by, uh, by death that comes upon you. Well, the, the question is, how many children died in that first, that initial period from 1970 when abortion began till 1973 when Roe versus Wade? The answer is 1.3 million. When you go 50 years later, you have another three-year period. It's a three-year period of a plague that brought death. Mm. How many people died in that? 1.3 million matches exactly the number of children. Now, anybody, you can say what you want with it, but it, what I'm saying is that every single thing matches that precisely. And so we have to take notice, because the Bible actually says this is a principle. Of, of God. Hmm. So the fact is, yeah, so that, that I mean, it's exact, uh, Randy. I mean, and I just gave a little taste of it, but it is, it's one after the next. Because that people died from COVID or with COVID? Because I know the numbers were all over the place. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, actually, it's actually, it's the official CDC. CDC well, the, the official numbers of, it's called, they make it, they, they do a blanket, which is excess death, which yeah, basically right. covers, death. covers that Covers and even those things. That, yeah, that's the better number. The, that's the better number. Yeah. The excess yeah. excess deaths because that's a, that's yeah. a truer number. Um, yeah, it is a truer number, and but it matches exactly. I mean, and both and the other the other number is also from the CDC. Hmm. So yeah. a proportion. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. We could, we could keep going. I mean, we got we got a oh, bunch more yeah. here. But we're not gonna. I want to show you guys a couple things. Uh, this is the book, the Josiah Manifesto that we're talking about. We're just yeah, scratching the surface. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan's got his copy right there. I also want to show you guys his website right here. Uh, this is hopeoftheworld.org, uh, and and one of the, that's Jonathan Kahn's ministry. He also leads Beth Israel to Jerusalem Center in Wayne, New Jersey. If you guys happen to be up in the Jersey area, I don't know where Wayne is. I'm not a my. What? I have some it, I have a, some New Jersey connections, but I don't it's know. A, it's a it's about twenty minutes outside of New York City. Okay, um, it's in the suburbs, but it's about twenty minutes outside. That's where the congregation is. Yeah, right. and Hope of the World is the outreach. Hope of the World is the outreach all over. Um, and if it's okay, just to say that people we just touched, you know, but people can get the Josiah. It's everywhere, literally. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. you can get online. All that, even Walmart has it. But it's literally everywhere. But I pray that people get it not just for themselves, but for people in their lives. Because even if they don't believe in God, these are the kind of things that are whoa. But also, you know, the whole thing leads to what do we do? Is God actually giving us a template about what we need to do? And that's for believers, you know. Yeah, well, and that's where I wanted to end. And by the way, Judy says she likes the large print edition. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> that's good. I think I'm, I think I, I, I'm going to have to write in large print now. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, we get there. He, he, at the end of the day, you know, yes. we, we look at all these things. 
Uh, I mean, the, the name of your organization, Hope of the World. Yeah. Uh, what what hope do you have? Yeah, I, you know, you know, Randy. Even you know, I'm known for like you know, like you know, giving things that are that have warning in them. <laughs> right, you know, right. these mysteries. You know, but every book I've written, I believe. I mean, every book I've written ends with hope. This one has more of it than ever because. The, again, the last third of it is all exact, precisely hope. You know, on the cover of the book, you know, just I'll just say I'm just saying instead of seeing it, this is a broken this is an altar that's broken. Mm. And you know, at Randy, you know, the 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 biggest altar we had in America, uh, a horrible altar, was Roe versus Wade, on which millions of children were sacrificed. Mm. You know, that's like the ancient days. Mm. Well, God broke it. You know, we know it's not the end of the story, but it's the beginning. But God broke it. In the Bible, the broken altar is actually a, a very important biblical sign, and that's what manifested. When it broke, you know, you know, the sign of revival back then wasn't a gospel tent meeting, which is great, but it was a broken altar. When mm. they had revival, they broke the altars the, of the gods, mm. you know. And so this is a, so the so the, to answer your question, you know, we're at a, a, a I said Josiah moment. This all points to Josiah. He's linked to the broken altar, and that is that that. On one hand, it's a nation that's racing away from God, and and we know that leads that doesn't that doesn't end well. That leads to judgment in whatever form. So on one hand, you got we're on the, we have a you have judgment on one side. On the other hand, you have the chance. You know, for Josiah, God was saying, "I'm giving you a last chance for revival," and I believe this sign. God is saying, "I am giving you a last chance for revival." But the thing is, the the key here is what you know how to do it. What Josiah did is one man, because he was uncompromised, he was totally sold out for God, he literally changed the course of his nation. Mm -hmm. And that is what we have the power to do in God. You know, you know, even if we're heading to judgment, we still have a role and a calling and a chance and people to get saved. You know, that is still, that is where we are. And so when you look at Josiah, you see all, you know, by the way, Randy, in Josiah's time, they were, they, they were, were filled with sexual immorality. They had the issue of gender confusion in, yeah. in Josiah's yeah, they time. They, they had the issue of, you know, of killing their children. So it, we're in the Josiah moment, yet that didn't stop him. It didn't, it didn't hinder him. He wasn't intimidated. He wasn't silent. He, you know, many churches are, but he was not. And he, God will use the one who will stand for him uncompromised, all out. God will use that one. And this is a call to become that one. This is, you know, a lot of, a lot of people fear the end times, you know, said, oh, now, you know, what's happening? I, or listen, however we define it, let me put it. They, <laughs> they, they, they fear where we are. Well, listen, God puts you where you are. God yeah. put Josiah where he was. Yeah. We are born for it. So, so this could be the most exciting time. You know, when the dark gets darker, it, the, the lights get brighter. That's right. And that's what God wants. Book of Acts. That's what he wants. You know, the book of Acts, they didn't have a Christian culture. They had an anti-Christian pagan culture. Mm -hmm. We got it too, you know, too. So listen, let's become that. And that's what this book is opening up. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, you read Romans one, it reads like today in America. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, it's, exactly. it, it's like, I mean, you know, we're, we're not, we're not the same people, but people are the same, you know, and, That's right. and, and, the, and God's plan for redemption is the same. That's right. The issues are the same and the answer is the same and the, the call is the same. same. That's right. And, you know, listen, we're living in biblical. People say, I wish I lived in Bible times. Congratulations. You do. You're in Bible <laughs> times. Let's do it. You know, that's why I wrote the book. That's why I was very strongly to lead the book. Actually, actually, Randy, the last time I was with you, when I was with you guys, it was the return of the gods. Uh -huh. The day that I finished the return of the gods, the day that I finished, because some people say, well, that's scary. The day I finished is when the Lord said, you have to write, this is what you have to write now to give the hope. So that's, that's, that's how it happened. This is kind of a sequel to the return of the gods. Love it. Love it. All right. 
people that want to follow you, uh, get a hold of you, I, I put the website up, uh, put it up again, hopeoftheworld.org. What else you got going on? Yeah, we're on fa- uh, Facebook. I'm on you know, all the time. And, and YouTube, I put stuff, Jonathan on YouTube, I put stuff on all the time. So I'm, I don't even know how they do it, but I'm all over there. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I mean, much is happening. I'm all over the place, as you know. Um, and, uh, you know, and I'm working on the next book now. <laughs> so, so which, uh, you know, should I give you an advance on that one? Yeah, heck yeah, yeah. man. It's going yeah. to it's going to be it's going to be um, the sequel to The Return of the Gods. OK. Yeah, well, I thought you just said this was the sequel to the. This is, or is this oh, part yes, but that one. Yes, <laughs> this is the sequel. This is you're no, you're very. This is the sequel with the answer to the Return of the Gods. Uh, the next one's going to be like the Return of the Gods two. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> we'll, 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 I'll be busy because I haven't gotten a chance to read this one. Uh, but I'm okay. looking forward to. And by the way, if you guys watching, you know we we didn't even get to some things. He talks about. Um, Mysterious objects in New York and DC. Yep. Amy Coney Barrett, the summer of yep. rage. So, yep. lots of good things to look forward to. When you yep. pick up the book. Yep. All, all, I'll just say all those things that happened. There was actually an ancient calendar. But what happened in America? It's amazing. But yeah, yeah, we touched on it. But that's good. You know, we, we gave people a taste of it. Yeah. Well, we just we, we don't have all day here. So anyway, <laughs> uh, I appreciate you spending some time with us today. Uh, thank you. Oh, thank very, you. very, very interesting. Yeah. I, well, I will say this. I mean, you know, we have, we have lots of great guests come through here and th- that's great. When you come through here, I always go home like thinking about it, like for days. <laughs> and oh, I wow. love that about this. So, Oh, that's great. <laughs> Listen, that's the best thing for me to hear, you know, um, and but do read it, you know, next time we'll, we'll talk before I write the next one. But yeah, but that that means everything. That's what it's about. And that is what it's all about. Give you something to think about. And it will it will drive you towards scripture to read a little more, investigate a little more. Hey, mission accomplished. Even if you don't come up with the same conclusions that Jonathan or me or other people have. Actually, that's that's great for you to to learn the word on your own so appreciate you guys being here that's it for 2023 looking forward to 2024 again i'll be off monday so you guys have a great new year and uh we'll see you again right here on life today live you can check out the josiah manifesto wherever you get books and we'll see what comes next year